Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Do you guys like Barbie? I would see it. You'd see it? I would. I'd be open to it, yeah. In theaters or wait for it to come out at home? I don't think I'd pay to see it. If I was going on a date, I'd go see it. If the if the if the if the lady wanted to, you wouldn't have yeah, any I'd objections. No, I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm sure, it's not I, a I, terrible I movie. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm, I'm going to find things to enjoy about it. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not the movie we chose today. Today we chose a more enlightened film, a film that's probably going to be nominated for several Oscars. If we're being completely honest, a film that's probably going to win several Oscars. If we're being completely honest, the film in which we are conversing about today. This will be spoiler free. We're going to talk about it in a vague way. This is going to be completely spoiler-free, so if you're scared to get spoiled, don't worry about it. But this is for Oppenheimer. Yes, indeed. The long-awaited Christopher Nolan's return to film directing. Because uh, what was his last one? Tenet. Huh? Tenet. Tenet? Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. When was that one? 2018, maybe? 18, yeah. I don't well, remember. Maybe. Let's dive on into it. Brain cell. Brain Cells. Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the Last Few Brain Cells podcast. That's the show where unqualified people talk about quality topics. Well, as always, I'm your man Cheeks, and we got another good episode for you today, folks. Today, I'm joined in the studio by Brand Flakes and LJ. Hi, y'all are doing some vulgar gestures to each other, mainly Brand Flakes to LJ, but I'm enjoying them. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing great, man. How did y'all, is, is your butt sore from that three-hour film? Uh, for me, it felt like it flew by. I really didn't. I, I, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But besides that, y'all having a good week? Oh, excellent. excellent this is the so first far. time for both of y'all in the new studio, huh? Y'all enjoying oh, the setup? Yeah, it's very nice. nice. Convenient. Very convenient, I know. Yes. And it's comfortable. Yes. No matter where you sit, you're going to have a nice, relaxing time. So the lights back. are off. No, you can't sit in the shack chair. That's my PC. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't have that one. There's a reason I don't even sit in for it for the podcast anymore. The Shaq chair is a sacred thing in this household. Shaquille O'Neal shall be held according to the most high. Okay, for sure. Anyways, we're talking about Oppenheimer, and here's my overall thoughts about it. Yeah. Okay. It was a good film. I rated it 5 out of 5. Five out of five. I'd yeah. give it a. I'd give it a nine point two out of ten. Okay. Uh, I'd give it a straight ten out of ten. I thought everything about it was uh, was great. The build sure. up to was great. The build up to the uh, the Manhattan Project's dropping of Trinity was amazing. I think the movie was uh, had a real good way of showing intensity. Uh, you know, the scenes were real, real intense. Without, they were, you know, dialogue heavy, intense. And that weird, like I haven't really seen it that well done since uh, Joker. With Joaquin Phoenix, because they were dialogue heavy, and it was still like edge of your chair, like the fuck's gonna happen, you know. And we already knew what was gonna happen, but they still found a way to make you bite and make you anxious for what's to happen, and make you feel the the uh, make you feel the weight of the consequences that come with developing weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the uh, I think well for me the favorite part of my movie was the anticipation the build up like you said to mm-hmm. the uh, dropping of Trinity the foreplay correct uh, yeah. I think it was uh, that entire whatever that was fifteen twenty minutes of the scene mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic I'm I'm gonna say this about uh this movie in particular is probably 
I'm not going to say he was the most entertaining or the most fun, but it was probably the the best done Christopher Nolan movie, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. I, really, I would agree with uh, you. I don't think he constructed a movie as brilliantly as he did in this one. I'm not saying, like, I, obviously The Dark Knight was way more enjoyable because it was action, Batman, edge of my seat, you know, like nonstop action. This is a film that, I mean, I don't even remember a... a, a, a a, a punch being thrown. I think someone might have got slapped by a female in this movie, and that was it. Like, there's no action. There's no. There's no. It's all fluff. It's all dialogue. It's it's all that. And I still thought it told the best story that Christopher Nolan's ever told in in the most oh yeah visionary way. I I think I think it was uh, the way it was presented. It was real artistic. I really enjoyed it. It took me a second to yes. really get it together. Uh huh. I was a little uh. You, know, you went in blind, so you yeah. didn't know what to expect. But I wasn't once you sure understood, how the movie was set up, so it took me a second to really piece where they were going, where everything was, and uh, I don't know. Once I really enjoyed it, I, I did too. I, once I once I got a hold of where people were, like in the timeline, yeah. they were doing. I I thought, yeah, because it, it, it told three different time continuums. It mm-hmm. told the setup, it told a meeting, and it told a um, a cabinet hearing, yeah. a con, uh, uh, cabinet, cabinet hearing, um, all simultaneously, and those three things together told the story. And and what's weird is the most present one was the black and white sequence. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That was throwing me off a little bit. Because you, you you'd automatically just want to associate that with the yeah. oldest, you yeah. know. But really, it was the most recent. And you notice, like the further and and I think I think this is just my my critical mind wandering. I think he did that on purpose to kind of portray the scared. Like before the atomic bombs dropped, everything was more vivid, light, and colorful. After the atomic bombs dropped, but before um, Oppenheimer was removed effect- uh, effectively from power, quote unquote. Which I mean, there's not really power, but when he was removed from his position, um, that was a little less vibrant, but it was still in full color. And then now, I think it's the threat of the bomb. You know, it's sucking the joy yeah. out. So like at the end, like the the threat of of a nuclear holocaust is is feels imminent so like there's no joy so all the color was pulled down i think that was an expressionistic take he had personally. i could see it like that i think it's more of that it's oppenheimer's view of the world maybe cuz yeah yeah it's his joy he now yeah. sees the world as black and white and less colorful the, it used to be and then he saw the bomb he got scared right yes. cuz you could see he had fear well, in his yeah, eyes he had a morality shift yeah, absolutely he was like oh fuck this is real he's like i made these these are all on me yeah, you can curse. Okay. Yeah, he was like, "Oh shit!" You know, like I'm pretty sure actually... I told you I, I was going to eat your ass at one point on this podcast. <laughs> what makes you think you have to watch? It was like a real city. consequence to his actions that he's been building up to. Yeah, and then once he uh, once he started to oppose the hydrogen bomb and everything, when he started to go against it, that's when he I think he realized that was his view of the world just uh-huh. dampening, just dead. Yeah. Um, I really like the amount of. I really like how you got to see a more an expressionistic side of Oppenheimer that we really don't know what he was like. We don't know what he was like with women, but we they painted him in such this suave picture, you know, like he's he he knows what he's doing, you know. I mean, because I mean, he had he had some fun in that movie. He was uh, very charismatic. He was able to uh, he was able to get women. He was able to convince a lot of he was people able to talk a lot of things very whatever quick. he wanted. He was uh, he he really had a silver tongue in that movie. He was. Uh, very charismatic person. Okay, without really giving away too many spoilers, we saw a lot of cameos in this movie. Give me your standout famous cameo. Like oh, who, do thought, you, who do you think excelled the best? I love Matt Damon. Matt I Damon. I thought he was. Dude, thought he, he was, was good. good. I really enjoyed his character. I really thought it. Even, his character was consistent. I, I enjoyed that's what that. I like about him. He was uh, steadfast. He did. He he was the same way. He was by the, the movie. book. It wasn't and yep. wavering. It's just who he was. Yep. He's like, look, my emotions don't matter here. This is about this is about running a country. This is what it is. This is what matters. Uh-huh. I really uh, I really enjoyed that aspect of his character. He was competent. 
that was a good soldier in other words you you don't see that a lot anymore in movies a lot of you know everyone's like lead with your emotions and it's like really when shit like this is happening like emotions are what you want to stay away from a little bit you want to think of more of a practical sense now that can still bring like the practical sense of hey if i drop this bomb i'm going to be killing hundreds of thousands of people that's still appropriate you know just because you're logical doesn't mean like all of a sudden you're not going to feel for those people you can but emotion shouldn't be leading the cause you know Mm -hmm. emotion should be as a tool for empathy to to determine your next actions i think matt damon as well but i think josh peck is like a runner-up just he had like four lines just because (laughs) he actually pressed the he pressed the key and everything and he he was the trigger man yeah and that to me was a big scene yeah, it was it was probably the big scene of the movie. Absolutely, and, I think uh, it was uh, it was definitely the crescendo, and then everything after that was kind of an epilogue. And uh, I think after you know the, everything in that movie led up to that point, and yeah. then it was just kind of yeah, kind of like a little. And, that, and that's what someone told me that there was an epilogue to the film, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Stop trying to spoil things for me." Like you'll understand. I was I get what they're saying. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but um, the way they did the atomic scene i just i had such a vivid picture okay so you, did you hear throughout the film they'd have a violin come in and it would kind of sound like an air raid like a yes yeah. they could have done like something like that with the score from the dropping of the atomic bomb in the in the yes. trinity tower they didn't because they chose to drop it and have silence which is fine it was a artistic approach well it also makes sense because they wouldn't hear the explosion right away no you wouldn't because they, they wouldn't hear anything it's moving faster than the speed of sound can, can <laughs> they would go. see it before they would hear it so they you, it would really just be silent until it happened right and really if you heard it i'm pretty sure you'd be deaf i mean depending on how close you were right yeah but i thought it was neat to show like the uh more of the political aspect Yes. side of it like who's a communist who's like na- like na- threats of national security which in, because- in traditional media of things of this nature they kind of just like gloss over that you know like oh yeah because the cold war started like right after that because and- we were both sitting on stockpiles of yes. nukes and we're both just looking at each other like you gonna uh you gonna use yours or, yeah, yeah. or what if I, if I if i uh put a faith of goodwill in and say hey let's disarm all of our bombs are they really going to disarm all their bombs are we really going to... We so wouldn't disarm all of them. Yeah, right. There's we would no never... Oh, yeah. Even if we signed a big thing to decommission all of them, we'd have a couple of them stocked up somewhere. No oh, one yeah. does it. I think the yeah. only reason we would ever do that is if we had something that would make them obsolete, like something that could shoot them out of the air before they ever were able to even be armed. I think we already have stuff like that. I'm just like, if it was a public knowledge, I think that's that's well, the only way they'd they be have, like, okay, we could get rid of nukes because they don't really do anything they anymore. They have satellites so. in space that can definitely like see when they get lift off. Oh, absolutely. So they'd see it before it take off. So they can shoot counteractive missiles that put out heat-seeking things, and that'll hit it. Like it'll, it'll be like a shotgun blast, but missiles. Like yeah. it, it just spreads and covers this wide area, and it'll definitely knock it. We already have the technology today, so we could already deter. But here's the thing: if they launched all theirs, are we going to be able to deter all of them? You know, maybe we get ten, fifteen, but if they're sending twenty five, thirty, can we stop all twenty five, thirty? You know, that's well, that's the thought process. I hope so. I, 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 would, I would like to think that that we could, but I don't think I, anyone's really think like, stupid enough to do that. Because what is what? What are we going to do? We're going to send our nukes right back to you. Can you stop all of our nukes? Guarantee we probably have the most nukes in oh, the no, world. We, oh no, we actually do. I think it's that like well, four hundred. We, yeah, we, that we know of them. Yeah, you know, there's several nukes that aren't being reported. Trust me on this. Allegedly, I don't really know, but I'm gar- I'm I willing mean, to bet could, money like, that there are nukes. Ninety nine percent for sure. There are nukes that, that are right. not reported. That Absolutely. Are Another guy I would like to see. Christopher Nolan, right? The do, director of the film? Yes. Do uh, 
do a movie about is uh Ver- is Werner von Braun. Werner around Brown. Werner von Braun. Werner von Braun. That's, I'm gonna take it. That's a German. No, he's guy. the he's the guy who invented the rock. The rock. Oh, the rocket. The rock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. All good, brother. Yes. Um. So that'd be interesting. But do you think they'd be able to tell such a, a a story with such weight on it because the rocket, you know, had the potential to kill a couple people. You know, this thing has the potential to kill. I mean, it killed hundreds of thousands. Well, yeah, like I there was a point where they thought it might kill that, everybody. They, there was a thought where, like, what if it sets off a chain reaction? Yeah, and we never just stopped. kill them all. I think that they're doing a move a movie about that already, and it's about Project uh, Paperclip. I was excited to see the the slight uh, exploration of string theory in the film. Oh yeah! As soon as it came on, I was like, I saw you go <laughs> <laughs> string theory, dude. I'm so invested. It makes too much sense. <clears throat> it's an amazing theory, and I support it 100. percent It just makes sense. Like we're because I mean, if molecules bounce around like they say they do, then there is a hundred percent chance that if I do this forever, if I slap this table with my hand forever, at some point. It's going to take billions and billions and billions of me doing this, you know? But at some point, there's an inevitability by their theory that if I'm made of molecules bouncing around, that at some point, my molecules just will will avoid all the molecules on the table. My hand will just go straight through it. I do believe that 100%. If I did this a billion times, at least, or if I did this, you know, seven, eight, nine billion times, at least one of those times eventually would go through this table. It's inevitable if I did it for infinite time, but... String theory kind of has a more reliable yes. approach the, to it. Um, what's that one theory where um, it's like the cat in oh, the Schrodinger's cat in, box? Yes, they yes. The so what? you don't know Schrodinger's if the cat's alive box. or if dead. A, if a cat's in a box, how do you know if it's alive or dead? You can't know until you open, open the box. box. So you won't know until you have that knowledge. All you can do is assume. Is yes, theoreticize. Yeah. So technically, they um they said that the cat is both dead and alive at the same time. Well, yeah, you got to find a theory that both works and doesn't work at the same time yeah. for the meaning of life. Like, things have to... Because we can't prove things on different... Uh, like, other dimensions are theoretical. We have tons of evidence. Oh, yeah. But it's still all theoretical because we can never go to those other dimensions and prove, hey, I'm here, you know? I think that was but a... Uh... We can study, like, the gravity around, like, 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 black holes. We can't see them because they're not in our dimension. They're in a different dimension, but their gravity is so strong, it subsedes all dimensions. Yeah, we can kind of see the effect of it. We can see how light bends around it, but we can't... You can't see a black hole. You can't yeah. put your eyeballs in a black hole. You can see the way the light bends through and around it. That's it. You know, it's like a sponge that absorbs. Yes, sir. I think uh, what you said, uh, theory versus, uh, I can't even remember what you just said, but theory versus actual testing, that was the point in the movie, remember, where he didn't think you'd be able to actually split atoms until they actually did it in front of him, yeah, and, and then, then he understood how like, it worked. Oh, so yeah. a lot of these things, like, we could theorize it's, that might not even be completely true because we don't see it happen. It's wrong until it's right. You it's, know what I mean? That's exactly. Everything's impossible until it until happens, yeah. right? Until we see proof otherwise. Everything's uh, So, I mean... I don't know, you just brought it up and it reminded me of the movie. Well, we could be at a point, like, right now, we don't understand the way physics works 100% on different planes and different uh, well, absolutely. planes of existence. Absolutely, I I think there's a lot we don't understand. Like black holes. Like, 100 years ago, there's, like, maybe 15 people in the world that believe in black holes. Now, today, we have proof of a black oh, yeah. hole. You know what I mean? Like, so up until, like, a couple years ago, a black hole was just a theory. And, like, there was people that were like, black holes don't exist. They're not real. And then we get proof of it. And it's like, okay, so now we need to start theoreticizing around black holes and what they can do and what consequences they have. Because now we know they're, they're, they're true. Now the entire world 
knows and can uh, theoreticize instead of just having a small group of people believe it. Now, uh, uh, the whole world can can look at these and explore possibilities and understand black holes better, which then might un- help us understand physics better. Because, I mean, what is a black hole? We have no fucking clue. We just know it's this big ball of gravity yes. that absorbs everything in it, including Some people light. think it's like a wormhole. wormhole. Some people think it's just an end of everything. Well, th- uh, string theory uh, supports that black holes are they go into you go into a black hole and you export it a white hole which is the back of it but we don't know it could be a rip through time and space it could be a rip through a different dimension you know yeah, the, the problem is is the gravity so heavy how do you get to it and and then if you go through it it's impossible to come back yeah absolutely yeah it's a one way ticket so unless you know, there's a black hole and you go through it, and then there's another black hole going back. Like, <laughs> this off is like this a little speedway back and It's forth. leading back to this dimension. Exactly. We don't know. There's also a theory that aliens exist, and they left the black hole strategically as travel across the infinite void of space That's to make open. it quicker. Yeah. That's more like a that's like a Mass Effect kind of thing, right there. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We got to use them to get across the galaxy quick. Yeah. Like this black hole takes us, us to yeah. the Andromeda galaxy. No. This one takes us to CX-42, you know? I, I hope mean, we have better names than that. Well, most stars are like VC-127. I, I, I wrote a D&D campaign about being in space. You know what it's called? Solar System X-197. That's for <laughs> sure what it would be. That's what it would be, too. Uh, and that's where you exist. All the planets have names, but the, the, the cluster is It would just be coordinates, system. you know? Because what else? You can't name them all, right? It's <laughs> well, space. It's infinite. You can't even coordinate them because they're moving. They're all moving. Everything's moving. Like the the black. Well, I feel like by at that point we'd have a the center of each at the center of most galaxies is a black hole because it's the only thing. It's one of the few things strong with a strong enough gravitational pull to make an entire universe revolve around it. By the time we're there, I'm sure we'd be able to. You know what I mean? Calculate it, right? I don't know. How do you calculate something that's never? Uh, I mean, how are we doing this anyway? It's it's fantasy, right? We gotta we gotta project it. Like if we're trying to go to Mars, we have to project where it'd be in three months, which is how long it would take us to get there, and we have to basically meet. We could do that, so we'd be able to follow a map. We'd be able to make a map through a black hole and across the universe, though. If we're getting to the black so hole big. anyway, we're already so advanced. You have to think we'd have to have. Be what we got to do is we got to find like the closest one to us and send just Let's a, throw a, a monkey satellite. in there and just satellite. like, no, just like slingshot <laughs> it in there. Just wow. satellite with cameras. Let's let it go. And then we need to like set up checkpoints to it so it can communicate and like like basically it's like a Wi-Fi booster, but for these specific broadcast frequencies, we put out to shoot them across space and and time and everything. We would have to find a broadcast frequency that wouldn't be collapsed by the black hole. Because it sucks in everything, it sucks in light. It'll be able to suck, suck in radio, in radio frequency. frequency. Yeah, and no That's problem. True. That's true, unless we connect to the black hole frequency and <laughs> use it against them. Yeah, we use the frequency to talk through the. We use black hole frequency to talk through black holes. For sure, I'm in the black hole. Do you know what confuses me? Okay, if if extraterrestrials are so advanced, right? I don't. Uh-huh. Part of me thinks that they have not gone out of our galaxy. You could, you or could, their own galaxy. You mean our, 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 our the own galaxy? Yeah, because the galaxy is so massive, and there's so much space in there's so much space in um in between the gas in, in between them that that to get to another one is almost, in my opinion, near impossible. It is impossible. Um, here's something to think about though. What if the statistic for a planet being like maintaining life 
is only like one per galaxy. Like that's the probability is the statistic. Like yeah, it happens once in so many that only like there's one uh, thing with life in different galaxy and no one's figured out how to travel to different galaxies yet because like to get the, Andro- the closest galaxy to us is the Andromeda. It's still 400 and something million light years away. So yeah. even if you can move at the speed of light, it would take you. It would take 400 million years to get there. You'd be, yeah, you definitely have to have some kind of wormhole shenanigans right there. You would have yeah. to create an AI, and then they would, cryogenics. would have to go but, there. But we, the the human race, would be extinct oh, no, before yeah, we got the there. The human race would definitely be extinct. Um, the, the solar system, like the sun, would probably be so big that Earth is just a fireball by then. Earth would, would like be Venus. gone by then. But then, but I think by the time Earth gets to like. Where where Earth is like Venus because the sun is that big yeah. and that hot. I think Mars will like have the atmosphere. Yes, for, exactly. For life. Yeah, but so we could fly there last? if the the habitable zone overlaps. You know, I think the habitable zone is going to move back. Right now, it's over us. Eventually, it's going to move back and encompass Mars. The we thing, won't be around. Yes, that's what I believe the could thing happen. I don't understand is how was Mars able to contain life in the first place? Because they actually claim it did at one point. No, they never claimed it had life. They claimed it had water. And if there's water, then there's a possibility yeah. for life. Because if you go, if you got into a spaceship right now and flew to, I don't know, Pluto, and you landed on Pluto, and you get off your spaceship, and it's just ice everywhere, you don't see nothing. But you find, like, some germs on the ground. You found alien life. Oh, yeah. You oh, can't oh, no, communicate definitely. to it. It doesn't have a mind. It's, it's just a germ. That's still alien life. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's probably, if there is alien life, it's more than likely what it is. But then again, there might be humans that are like at the same point as we are and in their evolutionary process where they're advanced, but they're not galactic travel advanced. Well, you know what I mean? What blows my mind is that the Mayans and the ancient and the ancient e- ancient Egyptians had the same gods from the same stars, which came from I think it was Orion's belt. Uh-huh. And they're in both of their period pyramid- both of their pyramids are based off of that constellation. Well, that constellation is going to be there until as far as we know. Like it could be gone by now, and we. Well, no, it is gone. Know. Yeah, because it's it's whatever it's it's further away from us than the life expectancy of a star. So by the time that light moves light years across the galaxy to reach us, the source of that light's already gone because yeah. it's taken that long to reach us for our the light the vision to reach yes. us. So technically, and that's where time and space kind of gets fucky. That technically doesn't exist right now. Could we be living in the past compared to other? You are, yes, no. yes, you are. And then some some solar systems, technically, you're living in the future to them. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's different. It's like right gravity now, has different effects. So far away, and they're looking at Earth with like a telescope from you know oh, yeah, billion, they see dinosaurs. They'd be now. seeing yeah. dinosaurs right now because that would just yeah. be the light that's getting to them. To them, then. finally, it might even just be a molten ball at that point. Yeah, it, it might, might not be nothing. Be it might be forming. Yeah. Like if you, but if you went on to Jupiter and Jupiter, you could walk on Jupiter and let's say the atmosphere somehow miraculously filters out, gives you hard land there, and the sun's big enough to to do all this, and you could live on Jupiter, go outside without a spacesuit on, the, the, it's solid there, there's blue skies on Jupiter. The planet's so massive, you would die a lot sooner because you'd age that much quicker because oh, yeah. gravity's that much strong. You'd probably what the gravity there I think is is what fifteen twenty, it might even be like a hundred times. As strong, so you probably die that much time it's faster. Are you good, my man? Are you coughing or are you laughing? Okay. You good? You need some water? What I find okay. is that um, Jupiter is actually technically, it's not solid, but it technically because of the gravity, like, it is solid. The, well, the the um, 
the chemicals and everything in there. If you, would, like you soft, could yeah. land on there, but it'd be like quicksand. You would sink oh, into yeah, it. Oh yeah, you'd be crushed. Yeah, it's still, you got uh, oh the gra- the moment you enter the atmosphere, oh, whatever yeah. you're in would crush. We don't have anything on Earth that can oh, withstand no. the gravity. All of I mean, uh, look- like it's just the outer shell of Jupiter. There's still an inner core of Jupiter that's like a solid, and, and we, then everything around it is yeah. gas. And like, we, uh, most of the most of the size it gets is from the gas of it. There's just, but there is a solid in core our that lifetime. Has that we will never know what's really at the core. We won't well, know absolutely, our core. but that's what's theorized. That's yeah. what's theorized. Obviously, that there's something creating there's the gravity something, to hold yeah. the gas there. Something so. had something had to attach to something to yeah. revolve around it to develop a planet. Yeah, know? but I mean, obviously, yeah, we'll never know. We. <laughs> Well, I mean, we won't know in our lifetime for sure. Yeah. You know what I kind of want to do? Let's just blow up the moon and have a good ring around our planet. I just think we're going to obviously flood and die from that. Yeah, it's Well, some points would still be out of water. Anything Not below us, sea level, we would, we would go underwater. We would be We'd dead. probably be about 50 feet underwater. We, we would be dead. Well, let's get north before that happens. Yeah, have you seen, you, I, I assume you've seen it, uh, Mad Max Fury Road? Of the swamp people, we'd be them. You know, the dudes on the stilts walking through the stump? That'd be yeah. us. Yeah, we'd just, <laughs> dude would just be all caked up. Because think of what dude, that would do to so his glutes, thick. my man. LJ is so thick. Well, that's all you would see is his ass in the air. Man, I had to cat call him when we came out of the movie Jeez, theater today. I saw this dude walking. I was like, Double-cheeked up. <sighs> God dang. <laughs> I wish y'all could see his ass. It's so fantastic <laughs> like oppenheimer was let's fantastic. get an only fans going for the podcast and like once a month we'll release like one of us like nude artistic <laughs> photos like like it's art you know you can sub to see us and we'll show lj's bare ass on it i don't know if you, if if anybody's gonna want to see that yeah, they're gonna want to see we'll shave it for you <laughs> it's i i don't grow hair on my ass i don't either <laughs> So op- <laughs> yeah, so right yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. So that was a fun little tangent we got oh, yeah. talking about the universe and shit. Uh, and and we could theory. go way deeper. We could. I'm about to go deeper into you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Do you think do you think we'd at least be able to see proof of alien life in our lifetime? Yes. You think we'll just get a shred say of evidence? Hopefully, but I could see not. I could see it taking maybe another 100 or 200 years. If yeah. I live to be, I believe that a, that there'll be proof of alien life by at least 2070. Do you guys think we went to space? Absolutely. You do? Oh, yeah, we went to the moon. Do you think in our lifetime you'll see boots on the ground or we'll hear about boots on the ground in Mars? We won't be able to see it. You can't zoom into that telescope. I don't and see know. It. Maybe if yeah. Elon Musk gets desperate enough, he starts sending people up there. I mean, the man's there's, crazy. He is crazy enough to do it. There's a theory. I won't deny that. He is definitely. A, there's a theory that we have built a base on the dark side on the dark side of the moon. moon. I yeah, completely I've heard do not one. believe that at all. I've heard. I it. don't believe it. But do you know how much? Do you know much like light? It? Do you know how much light is on the dark side of the moon a month? Probably none. Like seven hours a month. Oh. It's just once a month. It's facing that side. There's just no way with who built it. When did we go up there and do it? Well, I would say if this theory was this true, would take trillions of dollars. If, where do we get that from? Well, man if, hours. You know how many people they would have well, to have sent up to the moon to build a factory? Well, keep quiet this about. There's no is way. True. I believe that extraterrestrials has have helped us. No, I, I think we're. I think they would have to have done all of it and be like, "Hey, we're going to build something on your moon," and we just have to be like, "All right, go ahead. We won't tell nobody." I think we're just getting off here. I think we're I going think we crazy. Have. But, but hey, maybe the, we allowed that to happen. Is round? No, I believe it's flat. 
Okay, that's I'm fair. joking. I believe absolutely. it's round. I believe, I, I believe that he believes it's flat. No, I, I, I believe it's round. I absolutely too. believe him. I was so what so. LJ? No, I I truly believe Ludwig. it's round. But um, I believe that he's definitely a flat earther. I can't be a flat earther. He's, 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 he's not a flat asser. I know that much. That's yeah, for sure. Look <laughs> he's at got that, that round thing. booty. But I believe that our that our our government has given extraterrestrials sanctuary. For the help that they gave us. Well, you think the lizard people live amongst so us? So you think there are real aliens right now among us? At, 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 well, I assume Area 51, right? No. Uh, right pad. Right pad. Right pad. Pad pad. I can't say it. Past. Right pad. Patterson Air Base. Patterson in, Air Base? Yeah, in Ohio. Really? Yes, 100%. Why, why do you say one hundred percent? What leads you to, without a shadow of a doubt, what leads you to guarantee you guarantee like, there's you, aliens? You there. need firsthand believe, evidence. Did you see I the believe, aliens? Do you know I some be- shit we don't know about no, if you're traveling? I the believe military? that they have moved everything from Area Fifty One to White to Wright Pads and Air Base. You think that he got too much at Area Fifty One? So okay, so moved it. Yes. So here's an interesting theory that I've heard. Just look, right? just look that base up. I promise you. So and a very something I've heard is uh, Roswell happened in the fifties during the Cold War, right? They say the yeah. United States government faked the Roswell landings for just so the Soviets would think that we had alien technology and we could have that up on them, so they would back off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, just tactic. like because we were doing a ton of stupid but shit back why then, right? Did we were experienced. So we, they people. say that the U.S. government faked the landing, and they were like, and they made a big deal out of it. They told everybody. They did all the newspapers and everything. But then why just did so they we get out there and be like, the oh, they afterwards. have aliens. But then why would they redact it like a day after? Let me bring because this because that's that's how the story gets out, right? You pull you that out, real, then it. all of a sudden it looks real. It's like, oh, it was leaked. Oh, it's a big deal now. Absolutely. Now everybody's gonna know. But I, right? it's gonna be a way bigger deal if, if you don't think this is what I You don't think say. the government couldn't have redacted that right away? Oh no! You don't think they would have known to been like two seconds later? No, they let it out. They let it stay there so people could get a hold of but it, and then they I took believe, it away. I do believe this. So our technology has light years advanced from not from about 1900 till now compared to the rest of our history. It just somehow. It's and not somehow. It's all no, scientifically I mean, like, explained. You no, could go on Wikipedia it, and learn how I, it happened. I do. It's not just magic. I do, but I believe that part of it was due to reverse engineering. So let's bring it. Let's bring it full circle. Do you believe in a fake space theory? No. No. Where they're building a secret alien army to launch against us and scare us into uniting into a one world government. No. No. Okay. I believe. I don't believe there's aliens. I believe. On Earth. I believe. I don't either. I don't believe. It. I don't I, think they would have been able to hide. We'd have them in like being tortured and studied. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't believe it. I do believe that they are on Earth. If there's I, I aliens really on Earth, they're in a lab somewhere being studied. They're not walking around. The government is. The government. I don't think is they're aliens at all. I just. I'm saying at all. I don't think there were ever an alien landing on Earth. The universe is so massive. The that, chances of them finding us and out of every single thing. But what if a miracle? Were uh, an here absolute us. miracle. Huh? But what if they were here before us? Like the movie 65? Like the Hollow Earth Theory. Is this King okay. Kong now? <laughs> no, the Hollow Earth Theory has been around for a long time. I know. It was in King Kong. I saw it. I saw the movie. Yeah, they, good. they use it. Yeah. Or King Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus King Kong, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. the second one. I apologize. It's my bad. I don't want to get the timeline well, wrong. Kong Skull Island explores Hollow Earth. Did they? 
they talk about they it. They did because the lizards live there, it right? Proved that there was Hollow Earth that they were coming from under the uh, earth. So, so, they so. just didn't explore it until Godzilla right. versus Kong. Uh, no, I don't. I disagree with There's you about Kong aliens at all. Out. I don't think I'm we had completely any open. Help. And to I think that's. Aliens, uh, but why? I think would you're taken away from what humanity has achieved by saying that aliens helped us do it. I think humans are smart enough to have figured this out on our own. I think that they are. Yes, I, I think you're taken away from what <laughs> humans have done. And I, I don't think that's fair. I think you should give credit to your own species. We've been doing well, I a mean, lot. look at what we're doing now. Look at we we're... used to be in a cave hitting animals with rocks. <laughs> and look at what we accomplished. Yes, you are right. Look, this is what I believe in, okay? That's fair. Okay, this is... I will say that I don't understand why our government and every other government would release files about UFOs. Because of the fake space theory. They want you to know about it so you can be scared. <laughs> I'm not scared, though. Oh, you're going to be when they launch that fake See, space. I actually believe that one day AI is going to take over. Yeah. Because I believe that we are fucking retarded as a human race. Watch that the R word. Sorry. All good. That we are um we are too curious for our For, for our, our good. good. Yeah, you're right. You are right about that. I'll say that. Because here's the thing, like, the government's already proven, like, they're not scared to lie to us. You know what I mean? Like, they're definitely 100% willing to lie to us. So if that thing, if something did exist, I don't think, like, I don't think that we, aliens came down and gave us, like, the technology to make a cell phone or some shit, you know? I think we learned the process through fusion and everything else and and stepping stones. Uh, Computers before like like everything works within each other computers are what like tubes and cogs and shit originally then like they're they got into coding like your ones and your zeros and then that's computer and the next step is computing atoms we've done hypotheticals then we did uh completely made up virtual and then now we're going to do like computing on real shit like there's steps in evolution and i think if you were an alien and you came down and gave um technology you would skip steps in evolution so proper building blocks for our human minds wouldn't have been advanced so we'd be way too irresponsible with it we would have killed ourselves with it immediately like if someone if let's go back to the i don't know let's go back to the conquistador days right if there are people running around trying to you know in the mexico and the 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 much 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 south of the united states that they're running around trying to uh, conquer all this land and shit, and then someone one side randomly gets I don't know laser weapons. You know they start shooting lasers. They'd exploit that shit bigger than they wouldn't be smart enough at the time to not oh, no. hold back. They would have exploited that immediately. So I do think if there was alien technology, you would have known about it because someone would have wanted to flex their muscles with it. You know, like bow to me, the world's mine, and no one can stop me now. But they have killed a lot of people who just step outside the boundaries i know i mean they created an accident they they created a religion to do that and then killed a bunch of people for it i just uh, i'm a hundred percent off of the aliens so do i do not think aliens are human so do you so do you guys believe in genetic um alterations yeah, that the, someday we are going to get on. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think because we're, we're closer like, than people would think, but it's a morality issue, so they don't put it out in the light. I mean, it's something that a lot of people would disagree with. You could see, you know, people oh don't change by blah blah blah. So I think they try to keep it away. I think that one day that 
the human race, I'm talking about like five, six hundred years from now, that we that we are going to become two separate races of basically humans, and one's going to be genetic, gen, one's going to be gen, gen, genetically altered, yeah, and then the poor can't afford that, and then they aren't going to be that way, and then the genetic, and then the gen, the genetic, <clears throat> genetically altered are going to. Basically, be their own set, own set, separate own, species, own separate class. You yes. got a, a a real video game dystopia universe there. Guys. Are you uh, like? Are you familiar with uh, um, physicist uh, Michio Kaku? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay, so he he, according to him, he explains that um, biological computers, you know, quantum mechanic computers that can operate quantum AI, yeah, yeah, that can operate on things <clears throat> down to the molecular molecular level. Things can operate on us down to our DNA, mm-hmm. right? So that is being taken big strides, and he thinks that that'll be ready for like human testing within the next ten years. Yeah. And then after you do that, here's my only concern: is it going to be capitalized on? So oh, you no, have yes, to be really be. rich in order oh, to yeah, like exactly. But like realistically, it would cost nothing to do besides the electricity powering the machine, or even if it might be running on nuclear fusion and well, not need any electricity. But the only thing you do is you sit down in it, like say you have cancer in your lungs. So you, you sit down to this computer and then the computer would tell your body, kill all the cancer cells and your body will kill all the cancer cells. And then you just walk away and you're cured from cancer. I think it'll be like that. that easy. Sit be down, like walk that, away. Be like that one movie, um, Elysium. So like you could, you could like say you're 80 and you have bum knees, your knees are complete shit. Well, they can take your knee. They can clone your DNA. I take offense to that. Make it to when you're like 20 and basically put those cells back into your body. And I'm only 30. Reverse your age. So like basically you're old, but like your knees are shot. You have your your knees from when you were 20 again. Yeah. You know, and it would be a push of a button. It would take a little bit of time. That was it. Well, people don't. Well, it's proven that we don't die of old age. That we always die of something that of something that comes with old age. Yeah. Like Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, like, heart disease, anything like that. But of old that age heal. itself has never yeah. killed anyone. Your brain could give out from being aged too long, but you could like de-age your brain yes. just as fast yeah, as it old ages. Old age ha- makes that other stuff happen. Exactly, it's yeah. just a breakdown of the body. So if you were if you were to be able to repair the body faster than it could break down, you've basically unlocked like immortality. As long as you're not like randomly walking and get hit by like a plane. And, so like, your have you fucked. seen, uh, you know, like uh, as long as you're alive, you can basically yeah. be immortal unless you, you're, you're murdered. Big Marvel guy. You've seen WandaVision, right? You know, when uh, the visions have their talk about if you rebuild, if you have a boat and you replace every part of that boat and then you put it together somewhere else, which one is the real boat? Like, are you the same person? If your whole entire body has been replaced at one point, it's not being replaced though. Basically being repaired. I mean, that's, it's new. telling your body to repair itself. Yeah, giving you your body get that from somewhere. Something has to help your body to repair it's not, itself. It's not. Right? It's not. It's not like someone's cloning a knee and surgically putting it on. It's basically they take cells out of your knee, make them, they clone them and make them young. Your other cells are no longer used because they're cloned in the process and guilt, and uh, then it gets put back into you. So basically, your body's like twenty year old, years old inside, so it can repair itself faster. You're not eighty anymore. You don't have an eighty year old body. You have a twenty year old's body on the inside. I'm too high to understand it. That's fine. Sorry. That's fine. I just, I can't, I'm not grasping it right now. I apologize. <laughs> Say you have sickness, it can tell your body to kill the sickness, and your body will kill the sickness. You can compute down to the atoms. You can tell this this desk to turn into a chair, and it will. I, I, I'm just not, I'm you not know what I mean? Dude, I'm sorry. Huh? I'm just not there. 
That's fine. I'm not there right now. I apologize. That's fine. Way over my head. How long do you think it'll be till we are a till we can actually man manipulate atoms? We already oh, do. Yeah, we already I mean, do. To, to like, was I mean, to like, atoms. to I mean, like, uh, defined like to change them yes. if you wanted to. We're already in like. So do, like, we're can already I change doing that. this into like. Man's that, an alchemist. Maybe now. forty years. Maybe forty. Okay. I was, I was just curious. Like by the time you can just own one, like a three D printer. It's like the full metal alchemist. Yeah. Like a three D printer, like but you just have like a, a bio computer in your house. Yeah. I mean a three D printer does that take like, stuff. And with with that, you'd be yeah. able to like stick a needle into your like whatever your brain, just connect to this terminal, and then you'd be able to like have real VR. You'd be able to get put like your consciousness somewhere else, and like you could be in virtual reality. I don't trust that. I'd be too afraid. You watch that Black Mirror episode? Would not trust that. I'd be way too afraid to try that. Like your consciousness is going to get stuck there. Like, like what if it is? Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't like it. Oh, you call me old. That ain't me, man. That's something that the kids are going to be doing. I'm going to be like, nah, I'm good. That ain't on me. I'll sit down with my controller. Standing up. I'll stand. I'll sit down with my controller any day of the week. Yeah, there's no way. I'll put on a VR headset. I ain't jacking into nothing. Ain't no way, man. (laughs) Ain't no way. If you, but if you were able to do that, then you'd probably have like a point, even if it was safe, where people would rather live there and do whatever they want than be in the real that's, world. That's for them. They could do whatever they want. I don't judge. I don't really sure. care. As long as it doesn't affect me, I'm for like, sure. whatever. I don't I don't really care what you do. Well, sure. While they're all hooked up, I'll be robbing their houses. They're, that's real smart, man. That's a real good job, you would think, right? I'm going to rob your house. But, but I'm going to jerk you off while you're in the game. Okay. Could you imagine having to plug in to go to work? Like you gotta go to virtual work. Yeah, you gotta go to like a virtual McDonald's and like serve <laughs> people stuff. Or fries. you have to go be like basically an NPC, but you have to be it. Like so you have to wait there and when a player comes up, you have to tell them one specific thing and then go send like, them all their way, then another one comes up and that's all you do for like eight hours a day. You'd be like a, a cheering NPC in the stadium, you just have to jump up and down for, for like eight hours eight a day. Like, yeah. Like a basketball, just woo. <laughs> just for eight eight hours, man. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That'd be rough. That is rough. That would be rough. You ever seen, uh, what is it, Ready Player One? Yeah. yeah. You remember how that chick is like, I'm so ugly, nobody would ever love me? And then she was really and cute. She was hot she as had fuck a, when she, she just had showed a up. She just something. had like a little birthmark. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, girl, you could own that. Like, shit, You man. could make that work. She already made it work. She did. And then, nobody I don't, I don't ever love me. Like, she's beautiful. What do you mean? And then she wasn't in anything else. Oh, well like that so uh what other movies are coming out y'all want to see oh, we're talking about the new, meg 2 yeah the meg 2 i want to see that new leo movie the flowers of the oh yeah the flowers and the killer moon or something like that. yeah no the the killer moon and the fl- uh, flowers for the killer moon yes, or something, like, go, that. something like that yeah, yeah but that looked dope yeah it did and then yeah the i'm meg like two. really big into like uh you gotta go see the meg 2 that that doesn't really interest me. Jason Statham and Kaiju Sharks doesn't Not interest really. you? No. So you didn't watch like sci-fi movies? You never watched like Dino Croc or... Uh... Or, or uh, Anaconda not, versus Two-Headed I'm Shark. Not, yeah, or, shit like that. You or the, watch that. The I Megalodon versus Crocotopolis or whatever. It's a giant crocodile <laughs> yeah. fighting a Megalodon. Nope, I'm, I'm not really into What was it? Though. It was Super Croc. Ver- it was Super Gator versus Dino Croc. You never saw that? 
I yeah. loved it, dude. Uh, Dino Croc was basically a Spinosaurus. Giant. That was crazy, just running around eating people. Giant uh, giant octopus versus Megalodon was also another good one. No, I haven't seen any Sharknado. Of nope, never seen that. Jaws. Sharknado I've was seen when the first Sharknado Jaws, was yeah. a little late. I like the older sci-fi movies. Yeah. They got a the certain ones that charm didn't take themselves seriously. Sharknado, like, it was all right, but it was a little, you know, by that point it was. It was the just, budget movies yeah. with the horrible CGI. It's a joke. Back in the day, they had. I liked them. Did you see? Okay, did you see any of the condoms that came out like ninety nine? I think it was yes, the first one with Ice Cube. With, with Ice Cube, yes. yeah, and Jennifer yes. Lopez. And then the second one came out, and it wasn't as I good. Didn't see but it Blood, was good. Or- Blood Orchid, right? Yeah, Blood Orchid. Mm-hmm. And then like three or four came out, and all of a sudden it was like a hundred foot long, giant, genetically modified super anaconda. Oh, there and were it, multiple of them by the fourth one. Yeah, like David Hasselhoff was with the fifth one. Like that's how bad it was. That's how low <laughs> actors they had to get was David Hasselhoff. You know the one movie, that'll do it for fifty grand. You know what movies really fell off like that? Tremors. Yes. Yeah, the I first Tremors do was amazing. Tremors, and every Tremors sense is ass. Tremors two is has good points, okay. but yeah. the movie overall is ass. I'm just saying. A oh, lot no, of horror I, franchises. Oh, no, no, I agree do that. with you. Like the Puppet Master. The Puppet Insidious Master has one. been putting out a really, really. Did you good see the newest ones? I have not. What, what, what was it? The Red Door. No, I haven't. It seen connects it. to the first and second one. Yeah. Of Insidious. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't like seen it. I'm waiting to Annabelle see it, and everything, the Conjuring. No, the con- that's the Conjuring universe. And, they, and I think they're making the am Nun, I, too. I, huh? I, but but James Wan did direct both of them. They're just not connected. That's right. Well, the first one, I think James Wan did. They're just not connected at all. The uh, Conjuring is like the Conjuring, Annabelle, the Nun. Mm. Uh, the Crooked Man will be a part of it when it comes out. No. Um, but Insidious is just uh, one through five. You think, uh, speaking, I don't know why you said when it comes out, you think the Blue Beetle's going to be any good? I'm going to see it. I think it's going to be trash. I like uh, that it's Miguel. I think it's being close to trash. Um, I think it's going to be trash. You saw the Flash made less than from, Green uh, Lantern? I saw that. And what, what's That's kind of crazy. Dude. I enjoyed uh, the Flash. And there's I, all, the Flash was dope. I enjoyed it. it. It was funny. It was hilarious. It was a comedy. Did not see it. It was funny. I guess it's, it's out now. really like good. Beetle, it's, it's really good. I I'm glad that they're going with uh, Jaime for uh, the Blue Beetle because uh, Jaime is not the original Blue Beetle. It was a uh, an older guy, and I don't want to see him. I want to see the one from uh, Young Justice the kid, season yeah. two. Yeah, you know what I and want? it's the kid from Cobra Kai. The it's only the guy thing... playing Miguel. So like, I'm excited for it. The only thing I really want, uh, I just want Batman and Superman to be friends again. You know, they I get one movie like, where they get along. Like they, they, why can't they just be friends? They're supposed to be best friends. I know. They're like, supposed to be like. I'm used to on, seeing them together. Like they're they're like brothers. Like they almost. are fucking. They're together, man. And there's like in one uh, animated TV show, uh, it appears that Batman was killed. It's revealed later that he wasn't, but it's appeared that Batman's killed. Lex Luthor supposedly kills him, and then Superman stops holding back against him, and like he's getting shot with like a kryptonite beam, and he just like. You killed my best friend and just hawked out and just stood up on the kryptonite beam and walked towards him and ripped it off, like yeah. defying all physics with Superman. Like kryptonite did not affect him That's because he was that mad that Batman was killed. I just miss it. Like they should be best friends. I know. They should just have each other. They they only have good things to say about each other because they're my the complete fave. opposite of what did they do. Did you ever do. play DC Universe Online? Oh yes, I no. loved that game. For the a intro, long time. the intro movie was great. Dude, it was dope. It bro. was basically brain, like brain. It was brain. Uh, yeah, but it was brain, Lex Luthor before leading yes. an assault, and the Justice League was defending, and it was like it was Lex Luthor, uh, Reverse Flash, Black Adam, the Joker, the Joker, Deathstroke, and he was leading an attack against uh, the Justice League, and Superman was in space recharging, and then they bring him down and they kill all of them. They kill Batman. Uh, they kill Superman, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. They all die. 
and then uh, Brainiac comes right after. Then so Lex then Lex Luthor, Luthor has to go in back in time to stop himself from killing them because he needs their help. Because such a good game. The villains and the heroes need to be united to stop Before Brainiac. It's time. He's like, after I killed you guys, like Earth didn't stand a chance. We all, like, I kind of fucked us over. Yeah, it was all gone. Yeah. I, ever, I couldn't defend Earth. We needed you guys to defend Earth. My thing was... There was a... Uh, there was... I don't remember what... It was uh, one of the Justice League shows where Lex Luthor is working to bring Darkseid back. I'm sorry I interrupted you, LJ, but I'm going to lose this thought. I'm fucking, it's okay. I'm going to lose it. But uh, Lex Luthor was working to bring Darkseid back, and they finally got this dude back alive, and they're like, oh, welcome back. And he's like, thanks for bringing me back. I grant you a quick death, and he just kills, kills him, him right yeah. there. Yeah, that's great. Know, Dark Side is the epitome of evil. Dark Side is so much better than Thanos. Oh, what, Thanos dude, at least Thanos makes wouldn't it, stand a chance against Dark Side. Uh, Dark Side would demolish oh, It's not him. even the same level. Thanos with the Mega Beam would kill him instantly. Yeah, Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet wouldn't beat Dark Side. No, absolutely not. I think Dark because Side just absolutely stomps. Dark Side dude. is just is, is so his body is just an avatar. Yeah, 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 yeah it's not even so really him. He's, he's not really even the real god, Dark Side. He's like a giant wall. Yeah, he's like a god himself. He's like he is a god. He's like an entity. That's just this little avatar that he uses to project himself. In fact, Batman. So Batman is actually the one that kills Darkseid in the comics. He gets the uh, ultimate chair. And a lot of people don't know this. Did you know that Batman isn't above killing? He's above killing humans. But, like, he is not against killing aliens. And he has several times gods. So, like, Darkseid did not give a fuck. Killed him immediately. He goes, you don't belong in this universe. Boop. Dead. <laughs> like, like Superman. Batman would kill Superman. He's an alien. Like, he, Batman only has regards for human life. But Batman is not afraid to kill things that are not human. Like if you're an all sentient being, you are whole, you're held to a different standard. If you can't act right, you deserve to die. You're too powerful, you know. And that's the same way he views Superman as they a god. They do like have they do have to make a movie about the Watchers. Yeah, I, I'd Marvel, be down the for Watchers? that. Yes, I mean, they, I'd be down for that. Show. The show was about it was about the Watcher. Yeah, that's but I mean, like that's the like group, the, the Watchers. Yeah, there's they're a celestial group. Yeah, you know? but I mean that's. Have you, do you watch the DC uh, animated stuff? Like uh, almost all of it. Yeah. Apocalypse War? Yeah. Oh, man. Gotcha. Can I uh, tell you how horny I was when they were like when they were looking at Trigon in that bubble and they oh, were no. like send them out to fight Darkseid? Oh. Bro, I was erect. Trigon he is freaking, like yeah, Trigon. like Satan incarnate basically. Bro, I and loved he, like, it. It was like everything from my childhood in Teen Titans all yeah. fun. I loved he, it. Didn't he possess uh Sue uh Sue Yeah, he took right? over his body yeah. and burnt the kryptonite off his chest. Mom, yeah. man, I was I was hyped. Superman was about to go. Superman can beat Darkseid. Like, if Superman is absolutely it, is it holding he, back? He can beat his avatar. No, he could beat the Darkseid. Yeah. Do you know how strong Superman is? I mean, Superman one Superman, million maybe. Superman. Superman. Uh, in a distant timeline, went off and like kind of got evil, conquered an entire world, and then that wasn't good enough. He wanted to go back in time to convince his younger self to do this earlier, so you can do more. You know. So he goes back in time, and his younger self was like. Uh, nope, you crossed the line. I don't care that you're me from the future. I'm, I'm going to stop you and you're going to be in prison. I have seen that one. It was a comic line. It wasn't a movie. Okay. But they were punching each other. They, they fought in space and they were punching each other so hard that every time they hit each other, they rewrote reality. Oh, damn. That's how hard they were hitting each other. They, they're, Superman caught a black hole and held it in his fucking hand. It was like a black hole spawned <laughs> and he caught it before it got big and held it in his hand, flew out into space with it and chucked it far, further than anything. He threw it so far that it was in the emptiness of space. Nothing was around it. And then it opened up and became a full-size black hole. He caught the bitch in his hand. Superman is God tier. Yeah. You know, you talk about Satama sneezing through a Jupiter-sized planet. Well, Superman sneezed through an entire universe. Well, that's the thing because uh, Saitama also picked up a wormhole. Remember? When he's yeah, fighting sure. Garo, he, he just picked up a wormhole in his hand. Sure. Yeah. So he did the exact same thing. 
Yeah, for you sure. You got to think the same thing. I was just putting it out there. But I wouldn't say. I'm just saying fly, Superman is like is thing. Superman is like incredibly strong. He can beat Darkseid. The only thing is Superman has to be pushed to that place. Yes. And so if he's not pushed to that place, just then, like the Joker did in uh, Injustice. In Injustice, yeah. Well, he made him. He tricked him into murdering his wife yes. and daughter. He Kratosed him. Rough. He did what Ares did to Kratos. Rough. Yeah, and then so that pushed him over the line, and that Superman didn't hold back. And in fact, uh, if you watch the animated Injustice movie, they bring in a good Superman to fight him, and the good Superman does good for a second, but the, the other Superman's bloodlusted and doesn't hold back, so he eventually overpowers him and just demolishes him. So if Superman is so dope, today. though, then how then how could Doomsday kill him? Because you need to have a story. Yeah, true. Well, that's that's all the, all of it, right? And, and, Superman's only as powerful as the story needs. And, him to be, and Doomsday so. is a mutated, half Kryptonian, half uh, human. So like he's Doomsday is so the strongest Doomsday Superman. Can't die twice, and he was always brought back to life, right? Doomsday yeah, he can't was die odd. the same way yeah. twice. Yeah, Doomsday. Yeah, he that's his thing. He always evolves. Uh, yeah, he evolves to not die. Yeah. So I mean, they like a couple times they just chuck him out in the space to just fly through the infinite void of space forever, and he never dies. He just keeps just, just comes on back. Just yep. keeps on chilling. And they've done that a couple times. Like Solomon Grundy's a zombie, so I he can't Solomon die. Grundy, so they man. threw him He's into so space. Dope. Yep, they threw him into space. They just put him in orbit and just let him revolve around the planet for a little bit. And then when they built a prison for him, then they went up there and got him and threw him back to Earth and put him in the prison. <laughs> it's cool, dude. I, uh, I've always been, uh, like, when it comes to comic source material, I always prefer DC over Marvel. I think I, 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 I love I, DC. Story, the characters are better. I think, yeah, I they, think Superman and Batman together are better than anything Marvel has. Yeah. It's just, it's icon- well, even Wonder Woman, that trio, Wonder Woman, it's I love iconic. Uh, Green Lantern, I, uh, John Stewart. I love John, John Stewart. Stewart. That's my Green Lantern. John Stewart's uh, Martian the best. Manhunter. Martian Manhunter got here. The old Justice League. The, yeah. The seven from Flash the, the early 2000s one. That's yeah, mine. A that's Hawk my Girl, Superman, League. Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, and Martian Manhunter. That is my Justice League. See, Aquaman was he was just like a little side character. He was not. He wasn't. He was there sometimes, but he came to help out whenever there was water problems. You remember you know? when Green Lantern was going to get gassed in the chamber? Oh, man, because he thought he blew up a planet and they were like, we're going to gas you to death. Oh, yeah. And he was like, OK, yeah, you're right. I deserve I it. I deserve to die. Yeah. No, just go ahead. Gas me. Like, all no. right. I love that show. That show was great. Did you like uh, the follow up show? Justice League Unlimited. I, I did like that too. I yeah. like them both. I, I I remember really liking the uh, the first one a lot because more. it was about those seven. It was a little more adult, I think. I think yeah. the second one was a little more uh, kiddish towards. Kids. They focused was... on toy sales, so they mm-hmm. had like a lot of characters. The only like real shining gem that Unlimited brought in was Green Arrow. Green Arrow added to the Justice League was mm-hmm. hilarious. But I liked them both. I really love Teen Titans. Did oh, you like Teen, Young Justice? Oh, the original Teen Titans. Teen oh, I fuck with it. Teen Titans. Did you? What did you watch? Young Justice. I did. Young yeah. Justice. It was. Uh, I was Sue a little old boy and all that. The time it was I was out. too. I just missed it. I watched it when I was like sixteen years old. I loved it. I. It's better than Teen Titans. I would have been twenty-one. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I've seen. How old are you? I'm twenty-five. Yeah, I would have been twenty-one. I've seen the entirety. Yeah, would have been like twenty-four. I've seen the entirety of the Teen Titans. I've seen the entirety of Young Justice, and. uh Young Justice, especially in seasons one and two, is better than Teen Titans. I will honestly I love, say that. I have a lot of nostalgia until, for Teen Titans. Until I saw Young Justice, I put Teen Titans on that pedestal. They were the best in DC animated. And then here comes Young Justice and it passes just, up. Because not only does it explore like the same thematic elements and stuff like Teen Titans did, 
But it's, it also doesn't feel so small and contained. Like, Batman does appear in the show often. Superman does. Like, Batman comes and talks to yeah, Robin when he needs to. In. I got you. Like, Kid Flash he talks to the Flash whenever he's, like, yeah. when, when he's fucked up, you know? I just don't understand Like, they have lives. How, uh, like, it's not a bunch of kids randomly DC living in a house together, you know? I don't understand how DC animated is just so much better than Marvel animated. Oh, and they just cannot get a movie right. <laughs> just get the writers for the animated to just come and write the movie. Don't have them do the movies, but have them they write put it. Out is so good. Like, because everything from uh, Flashpoint Paradox uh, reset the timeline, and then Justice League War was the first one of the new timeline, and uh-huh. then everything until Apocalypse so War good. was all oh, connected. The Judas Contract, Teen Titans versus Justice League, jo- yeah. Justice League, uh, uh, Justice League Dark was really good. Oh, the uh, Batman movie with Damien. Yeah, uh, Son of Batman mm-hmm. and Batman versus Robin. Yeah. And then... Uh, like the Red Hood. Novels, right? The, huh? The Red Hood. No, Red Hood was before uh, the old. jump. My, okay. uh, the, the Count the Count Owls? Who did he fight? The Owls. The Court of Owls. Court of Owls, yeah. Yep. Court of Owls is dope. Because so all Talon, fantastic Talon movies. is fucking badass. I know. Like, they didn't make a bad animated you, movie. You've seen the Wonder the Woman where, movie uh, was good. Reverse Flash jerked off Barry, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I did. It was me, Barry. I jerked you off at super speed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I even saw the uh, the Superman movies were good. Death of Superman and uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow. Those are good. It's just all the DC animated movies are just bangers, dude. They don't release bad ones. It's, it's crazy. It's great. I see them. I watch them all. Uh, you know which ones I really enjoyed? Uh, Dark Justice League. Dark. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. With yes, Constantine oh, and Batman. That scene oh, where uh, him and uh, Constantine and Zatanna walk into that dude's mind, and Batman's just staring at him. He's like, hmm, when he turns around and walks away. I Batman love it. is. Uh, they put Batman in that movie just because they like. People will watch it if Batman's in it. You Absolutely. Know? But he's he was no fine. nonsense. He doesn't want to believe it's, it. It's Justice League Dark. He's the Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, we could put you know what, though? Whenever I love Constantine. Constantine came out, I didn't know that he was a DC character. Yeah. I love uh, I love him as Keanu Reeves. I love him as Matt Smith and the live action. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, because he's the same, same as the Falcons as, uh, guy. Yep. Yeah, Matt Ryan and the in both because he plays. What, the, what uh, I was so happy you see Matt Ryan, it was comic book accurate that he was bisexual. He was bisexual in the comics. Yeah, he just fucks everything. Yeah, he, he doesn't care. Fucking man, he's like Prince Oberyn from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I never saw Game of Thrones. To miss out on one gender is to miss I've out on all. half a life's pleasantries. I've seen the first three seasons. I've seen everyone. I saw yeah. up until Watch the up until chick gives birth to a smoke monster. On table, just getting. I was like, you know what? I don't really understand. Watch it up to season six. That's the Battle of the Bastards, and then stop. Stop. I was done. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going uh, on, and I'm done. Season is it season seven or season eight is the last? Eight's the last. I saw saw the last season. Seven is the short one, the first short one, and then that's the one with the train in it. And Sir Brawn of the Blackwater fights the dragon with a a harpoon gun. It's really dope. That was dope. He's my favorite character, Brawn of the Blackwater. He he is pretty good. Um, He has the most on-screen kills in that show. Yeah, mainly because he hit the uh, arrow that lit the green fire on that oh, fleet. Yeah. So he got like yeah. fifty kills right there immediately. Started. I watched a kill counter thing for the whole show, and he finishes like with the most kills. Yes, I mean, had to kill a billion people, right? When she burned down the city, the dragon did. <laughs> okay, so the dragon human. would be number one then, right? Well, we're talking about the the humans. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Just we're not including because we could count. also include White Walkers. White Walkers kills thousands. That's true. You know, the dragon kills thousands. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and cut it on this episode. Uh, follow us on TikTok at TLFBC, and we're available on Apple, uh, Spotify, you know, wherever you get podcasts from. That's where we is. All righty. Uh, that's going to be all for today. I love you so much. Thank you guys for listening, and see you later. Brain cell.
boring too. too.